We're so excited to spend some time with you today on the Awakening Moments podcast. My name is Lori. And I am Rhonda. And it's our hope that you would feel like we are with you wherever you are right now, having a real life conversation about life in all its beauty and in all its mess. We believe that God wants to open our eyes to an awakening moment that will help us thrive in every part of our being. So we invite you on this adventure with us as we listen, learn, and grow together. Well, it's exciting to be podcasting today. So exciting. Yeah, it's awesome. And um, I know... (laughs) We're always excited to podcast, though. We say this every time. But we're with our friends, and we love the feedback, too, because we realize how much podcasting is... It really is a connection for you and I, and such an important part of our journey of being authentic and also growing together, but also growing with so many right now that are coming to us, talking to us, listening to our podcast. I want you to know it blesses our hearts because we actually are so encouraged that we're doing life together in this way as well. It's so encouraging. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we love your stories and we love that you feel like you're, you know, having a coffee with us sitting down on the couch and we're just having a chat and we're chatting through the things of the Lord together. So that's exactly the heart of why we started this. And we're so happy that, you know, we can do this with all of you that are listening too. I know it's so good. Yeah, so good. And as we've been talking, well, we've been already talking to our microphones <laughs> about what we're going to talk about today, which is common. But actually, yeah. I have to give us applause here because oh. we're actually starting early. Yes, it's it true. usually takes us an hour, <laughs> and we're not even joking. We start talking, connecting, and then we're like, we better start podcasting. But then today, we're kind of like we're fired up already. We're already fired from the first up. Breath. So yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> But we talked about in a last podcast about lethargy and about a, a vision, a prophetic vision. And you were taught, we both were tying in our prophetic visions together. And we have a worship night coming up. We're going to talk a little bit about more of that, about that and really declare the word of God and to lean into that space of what God is doing in this season. But I, we just want to talk a little bit about the journey behind the scenes of what that is looking like for each of us personally walking through. And that's one of the first things we started talking about today is it has been hard. Yeah, This is one of the harder seasons that I can remember. And I'm not even talking about COVID. I'm not talking about any of those things that season. I'm talking about personally. This is probably one of the harder seasons where I'm having to contend to feel literally the fire in my spirit because every day it's choosing it. It's actually choosing the disciplines. It's choosing to do things I'm not feeling. Feeling very tired feeling lethargic, literally feeling lethargic. And so that's really how we started this morning, just coming and saying like, it's Monday, I'm feeling tired and I'm feeling actually spiritually weary. And there's no reason, like it literally is such a spiritual oppression that it feels like this big blanket. This is I funny, but <laughs> my, my girls love to throw blankets on our dogs Anyone who's a dog lover, we don't we take it off quickly. So don't, <laughs> don't please don't send me any notes how like, cruel that it's is. Like a funny, it's like funny to watch them. <laughs> yeah, and they kind of wrestle around, and then they we do it, so they get out. But I feel literally like like that. There's this big blanket on me, and I'm wrestling under this blanket, and I'm not yet out on the other side. It's like in the blanket, I'm getting more lost in the blanket, but I am not giving up the fight. And I think that's what God is showing me this season because I'm like, God, I want this breakthrough. Like I literally want to feel this weight lift where I feel I can just break through and feel that fervency again. Like there's been seasons where I can't read enough of the word. I'm feeling like I'm hearing so much the voice of God, vision after vision, the voice of God, all of these things. And in this season, I feel like I'm under a blanket. And I know I can be still and know that he's God. But in this season, I feel like, yes, be still and know that he's God. From the striving, that's where I feel like the Lord's like, do not strive. Do not perform. Do not heap shame on yourself and doing. But there is a fight required. And so every day I'm like, okay, that blanket, I still feel I'm pushing through. I am not laying back and just letting it happen. And so that's kind of how we talked about it today. So what are your thoughts on that, Lori? Oh, yeah. No, I, I, I've been uh, sensing and feeling very similarly too. like just in the fleshing out of my day to day disciplines with the Lord and my faith. And it's been it's definitely been an interesting season, like even and this is kind of a side note, but also I feel like there's a spiritual significance in it 
For some reason, over the last about two, three weeks, I've noticed a real decline in my eyesight. And I know that sounds so weird, like just that it's so sudden. But obviously, like I'm at the age <laughs> in quotations, <laughs> I'm like putting age, but you know where you're close. What is it? What is it? Your near sight, whatever. Seeing close up starts to diminish. You put like the dollar store glasses on, you know, the one, the 1.5, so and so. All of a sudden, in the last couple of weeks, I've just really noticed that <laughs> my eye, like I'm really struggling, struggling to read my emails, struggling like on my phone. I, I literally caved and I'm a bit embarrassed. I, I was holding off. I, I don't have a lot of pride around things, but <laughs> what <laughs> happened? Confession, I, I, I had to like up the font on my phone. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Like, you have a large font on your phone. I, I had to up it. I had to up the font. I was like, oh my gosh, like this is stupid that you I'm crossed, struggling. You've crossed, you've crossed the line. I know that's that it. sounds so funny, but for some reason I was like, no, no, I'm not going to do it. No, no, I'm not, I'm not getting older. Oh, this, I'm denying this problem. But the weird thing is, as this is kind of happening in the natural, like it's even affecting, like obviously my Bible print is so small. So even when I open up my scriptures, like... It's weird how even this natural like difficulty in being able to physically see there's like almost this spiritual significance that even when I open up the word of God, there's like this just this difficulty in t taking in what it's saying to receive what it's saying. Like, I, I don't even know what it is to the point where I'm actually listening to the word of God instead of reading it at this time right now, because I'm just, it's a struggle. Like both my physical eyesight. Now I know it just get some glasses. I know. Yes. And I can get glasses and see it and I do and I have them, but, but there, it's just this really weird thing that's sort of happening in the natural in my life. But I do feel has this spiritual significance. The other thing that's going on, which is so interesting is that um, we're just about to round uh, down to finish Heartstrong. Six months of a spiritual Incredible. intensive, right? Mm -hmm. That we called a spiritual intensive. And it was like, yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Like every day, Monday to Thursday, 6 a.m. Bible studies, you know, Thursday nights, um, you know, Bible reading plan, training plans, you know, spiritual disciplines, groups on top of that, and then leadership and like leadership of all the teams ever it's been it's been a bear like it's been a big undertaking and um profound and loved it and you know people that have joined and been along for the journey have absolutely loved it and benefited from it but there's this interesting sense as i'm talking with leaders and we're getting ready to prepare for what we're calling the off season of heartstrong is there is this tiredness like people are a bit tired and I was like, oh man, like, and I feel it too. Like I feel a little bit tired. I feel like I'm looking forward to the change of a different rhythm and a different season. But there's also this stirring in my spirit, like, and a conviction, I guess, in my spirit too. Like, okay, like have I, where have I let, so this, this beautiful discipline has come into our lives, even this ability to study in community, to make disciples the call of all of us as believers we're called to make disciples we're seeing not only us as pastors having the opportunity to get online with people every single day and make disciples but we're also seeing the body of christ pouring into the body of christ making disciples teaching other people to do the very work that jesus called all of us to do it's so so beautiful and profound and yet we're coming to the end, you know, and I again put that into quotations, the end of a six month season. And we're like, oh God, gosh, I'm so glad it's over. Like, I'm so tired. I'm like, oh man, there's this conviction coming over me. Like, okay, it shouldn't be like this. This is, and I'm not, I'm not talking about Heartstrong as a program, but I'm saying as a lifestyle of discipleship and a lifestyle of making disciples, this is not work that we get to get tired in. Or if we are tired, it's like a tired it's like that fulfilling tired of like, I'm doing what I've been mm -hmm. called to do, right? Mm -hmm. And so even as we were talking about this lethargy that wants to come over, I do, I feel this like sleepiness that's trying to like permeate my spirit, man, that's almost like wants to get me away from what I'm feeling like, no, this is what we're called to do. Do not grow weary in, in well-doing. Like we need to be refreshed by the spirit of the Lord. What is this? 
what is this external tiredness, you know? Like, I don't know. I just feel this wrestle in all of that as we're kind of coming to the end of, you know, a finish line of a certain part of an expression of our faith. But uh, do you know what I mean? A conviction like, oh man, I think... There's there's a part of me that's like we're thinking about this differently. And even as we prepare for the off season, you know, I'm so excited because we're going to be launching two life groups that are going to continue. So we're just calling them the Heartstrong Life Groups at six in the morning. Again, a Bible study is going to continue and we're going to go through Psalms and Proverbs. But there's also going to be one at 830 at night for people who can't make it in the morning. And so twice a day on Monday to Thursday, and we're going to open it up for anyone. Anyone is welcome to join. If you want to study the word of God in a group with other people, you can join any time, Monday to Thursday, every day. Um, and study God's word together in community. And I'm, I'm really excited about that part too, because again, this is, this is the part of just being the body one with another, really what we're called to do. And how beautiful would it be if there was five, 10, 15, 20 groups of one or two or five, or it's, it's not about the numbers of multitudes. It's like how many people are actually doing what we're called to do, which mm. is make disciples, get into the word of God, and just do what it says. Just mm-hmm. just live it and do what it says, you know? So anyway, so I'm wrestling through all of this because again, in my natural self, I'm like, oh, I'm I'm done. Like I am, I'm tired. I want I want a break. I want a break from what? Like, you know what I mean? So I get you. I get you in this wrestle. And I'm like, Lord, oh, like keep me sharp, keep me awake, keep me alert. Don't let me put the covers over my head and just give into this like passivity and lethargy Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. you know I don't want that to take over my spirit I want to be alert and awake and ready and spend every day for for the Lord and so right now I'm doing a fast and I'm just praying every single day like Lord awaken in me a fire and a fervency Mm -hmm. for Mm -hmm. you that every day I just am able to see what it is Mm -hmm. that you're doing Mm-hmm. And then here I am struggling to see and I'm like, oh man, <laughs> it's oh. like a, it's like a fight. It is really, really a fight every day, but it's beautiful and it's a beautiful journey and it's a beautiful wrestle and I, I welcome it, but I'm aware, man, I am aware that this is a battle. This is a battle. And it also is encouraging to say like, if the enemy is trying to put us to sleep, like it's actually one of the most scary ones. And I, I've talked about that before. I think this is the scariest when you are feeling sleepy because you don't know. If something's right in your face danger, you can address it, you see it. But when it makes you sleepy, like a carbon monoxide, for example, just say, you could not know and all of a sudden you just feel tired and you die. <laughs> like you literally don't even know danger versus a fire or a, like something happening that you run away from. You see it. This is exactly the ploy of the enemy, but it's exciting on the other side to know if he's doing this, what is happening that he is seeing that we can't yet see manifested on this side in the spirit realm? Like what is happening that he is so ruthlessly, it's almost one of like the huge deploy of a massive attack to sleep the uh, the army, sleep the army because what is he seeing? What is he feeling? And so that is also what encourages me to keep fighting, to be like, oh no, <laughs> I, I'm getting up. I'm like, you know, you're standing right up. You're like, no, I am getting up, but it is not with feeling. And even as you were talking about a fast, I'm in a fast as well. And we both had talked about September being a fast month for us. Um, The ministry year in January, those are really significant times in the ministry year. And I keep saying to the Lord every day, you have my full attention. But even you saying with the eyes, because where your eyes are fixed every day, I'm like, and every, all through the day, I'll be like, you have my attention, you have my attention. But actually that's what I'm fighting the most for is giving my attention. My devotion is there. But our devotion is where our attention is and our hearts are led astray. We, are can, we can be devoted to the wrong thing. We can be devoted one day to God and just led. We wander. Our hearts wander. That's why we say you can't trust the heart. You can't trust the feeling. But where our eyes are fixed is where we're looking, where we're moving towards. But that is where the struggle is, my attention. You need to you need to say that line again. I mean, you just mic dropped a line there. Just oh, I did? Casually in the middle of a sentence. Well, you said that you need I don't to even know what I just said. About, <laughs> what I just de- said. about where your devotion is. 
um, your attention. Like you, you connected <laughs> those two. And that was a mic drop moment, man. Ooh, where, that what? was like, a, we need to quote Pastor Rhonda Corto moment. What? But can you repeat? I don't even remember. Like, don't I'm just rambling here for my spirit. I don't uh, even know. It's a spirit ramble. Something about, something about your, like where your devotion is, where is no where your attention is where your is where your devotion is i don't or? remember we'll have to rewind <laughs> oh, no. that sweet okay. okay you'll have to rewind the podcast <laughs> go quote it and send it to us that's, that's yeah, a good one that was such oh, a good line but i just feel like because even as a staff when we were praying i felt like driving in god was just put my spirit right away i have your devotion but do i have your attention i want your full attention your full attention. And we can feel that right now because the devotion is led astray, you know? So I, I hear that even as you're saying that the attention part, our eyes fixed, what we're seeing, what we're focused on is what we are serving. That's what's coming into our spirit. And so honestly, I feel like that's the struggle. But the beautiful thing is we wrestle not against flesh and blood. It's against principalities, but we can be still and know that he's God because this is not to motivate us or in the wrong way of striving and like i talked about but to really awaken us to be like we need a move of god in our spirits but we have got to exchange like we've got to participate in that where we keep choosing you may have had a bad day yesterday but guess what his mercies are new every day great is his faithfulness when we are faithless he remains faithful but every day is a new day to not look at yesterday and be like oh well but like nope i'm pulling my leg right back out i am in this fight again i might have laid back i'm back in like every day. And that's what God does. He gives us the strength needed for today. And so honestly, Lord, even you're saying that, like I just feel in my spirit, like even when I look at church, how important it is coming together. But I can tell you, like when we are in church together, my spirit is so rejuvenated. More than ever do we need to be together. More than ever do we need to be singing together, encouraging each other, being in it together. And something happens when we cross the line to make the effort to show up, to show up at church, to make that. And I think that's part of what's also happening. This isolation of like, oh, well, it's just comfortable to be home. It's just easier. Or we've got a full day ahead. It's been a tired, I've been tired. It's been a full week. Most people are working from home and they're more tired than ever. This is not natural. We are fighting a supernatural war. This is not natural. The fact that we're all at home all week and then we want to keep staying at home. There is something happening that we have to watch and get up and say, it's not about COVID. This is about an internal temperature that God is working on in our hearts and maybe it's also being really motivated we're watching a show you and i actually have to be watching the same show we didn't even know we were watching sheep among wolves um this is a massive plug if you need a jolt into your spirit to get onto your knees and to once again refocused this is radically changing my life like i think i'll just keep watching it on repeat over and over because honestly it's about the iranian church and how god the fastest growing church in the world. But every day people are dying for their faith. Every day they wake up not knowing what is going to happen to them. If they're going to be put in jail, tortured, raped, killed, and they are choosing to follow fully abandoned. And the church is multiplying so fast because they're all in with this devotion to follow Christ. And it is shaking up the lethargy. It's, it's helping me to refocus you know, uh, of my life, of what's important, what I have valued. And not saying any of those things are bad. I'm not saying that. But it's like if that's all my free time, my pleasures, my hobbies, my own goals versus my life is not my own. I've been bought with a price and I'll have all of eternity to live in bliss. Complete bliss. Like nothing this earth can even measure. But what am I doing here? What am I spending my life on? And it really is this incredible place in my spirit. So I've just talked to her for a while, but Laura, how are you feeling yeah. watching like Sheep Among Wolves and like what's God doing yeah. in your life? Oh no, it, it, is pow- it is so, 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 so powerful. We highly recommend just taking it in. And it really is a call to the Western church. The, the whole documentary, it's about this revival that's happening in Iran, but it's a call to the Western church really to wake up and, and to uh, take on this great commission to go into all the world and make disciples and so you might watch it and 
the Lord might call you yes, <laughs> to go. Yes. That might be part of why yeah. you need to watch it. But no, definitely take some time and watch it. There's a couple of episodes and it's on YouTube and um, yeah, it's available available for anyone. It's, it's profound. But there was a line I think mm. that stood out for me, uh, one part in particular, and it connected to the word that the Lord gave you about lethargy, mm-hmm. actually, Rhonda, mm-hmm. um, when I saw it and I had just watched it recently, just last week. And um, there was a pastor on there or a leader in this movement talking about a couple who had radically given their lives to Christ uh, from from Iran. And they had the opportunity to move to the States. And they thought that this was going to be just an incredible opportunity to be able to worship the Lord in a, in a place that's free and, and where they were allowed to worship the Lord. So they moved. And um, after a short time of being in the States, the, the wife in particular came to the husband and just said, I want to go back home. I want to go back to Iran. And, you know, they, they, they just thought, well, what, how, how could you say that? How could you want to go back to a place where, you know, there's such oppression where literally you could be killed for your faith. You don't even know if you're going to be alive the next day. Like if this is your last day, like how could you want to go back there? And she just said to him, she said, you know, here in, in the West, she said that Satan is singing the church a lullaby and the church is sleepy and you know this pastor just said to you know the listeners she saw that as more of a threat than even losing her very life for the gospel that the threat of what satan was doing over the church and and they were talking about the church not not the world not unbelievers the church the sleepiness of believers and i mean she would know do you know what i'm saying like Mm -hmm. she would know the difference because Mm -hmm. she knows what it is like to live every day as though it might be her last for christ and then to come to a place where we have such comfort where really the privilege that we have here is beyond beyond measure beyond what we could can even understand and i know we don't know anything else and so i i I don't say it from a place of shame or you know heaping shame on uh, we don't know any other way if we were born in this country um you know many were not and maybe you do know another way but i was born here this is the only life i've ever known um however I heed those words, you know, when I hear that, I heed those words. And, and it is the sense that both you and I have in our spirit. She is not wrong. There is a sleepiness on the church. And, you know, even this, this cry to lean into some of this, you know, has, has started in us a long time ago. I remember our very first heart conference was awaken something new. Mm -hmm, There's, there's been mm -hmm. this cry, I think for a number of years Mm -hmm. in our spirit that like we're missing something that, that we're not quite tapping into the fullness of what is possible in Christ or even, um, the fullness of our call, the, the call of believers of what it means to truly follow Jesus. Um, and so I think we've been leaning into this, but you know, the word that the Lord gave me around even heartstrong was all about wake in the dark. There was this, like, it's time to wake mm-hmm. up, wake in the dark, walk in the light. It's time to train. It's time to get ready. It's time to prepare. And you know, you're, you had shared a scripture with the staff, um, from Isaiah about a call to attention that the Lord wants our full attention. You just talked about it a minute ago. And as you were talking about that, like I had that picture of the army you know, again, and the call to attention and each one of them, they stand, they stand in a readiness, they stand in a formation, they put their hand up, right? And they're all fixed and focused on what is the call going to be? What is the instruction going to be? There is this attention and an attentiveness to what is the instruction going to be? And then they must follow the orders. And I, and I do like, I think that is part of all of what's swirling in our spirits right now there's this like this call to attention there's this readiness there's this call to readiness call to alertness call to whatever it is that you ask me to do i'm ready and i'll follow the orders and i'll go and i'll do to fulfill you know the work of the lord empowered by the holy spirit but i think again we're having to push through and break through so many 
external barriers or supernatural barriers or supernatural attacks of the enemy, even to get to the place to be ready, (laughs) to be able to hear and to be able Mm -hmm. to follow. And so, yeah, so all of those things are kind of swirling as a result of you know, watching this documentary and just what's stirring in my spirit, the words that the Lord is giving us and what we're processing in our spirit and even just what we're feeling as we're sludging through the muck and the mire of just like doing what it is we're supposed to do as believers. So yeah, it's, uh, it's, there's a lot of, a lot going on. And I, and I sense I really sense Rhonda that you and I are not alone in this, that, Mm -hmm. that many are feeling this, sensing this, are pushing through this, are sludging through this, are wondering like, what is this lethargy? Why, why can't I just do the things that once came so easy and I so loved, I so loved to do, they brought such joy. Mm -hmm. And now Mm -hmm. it's like, Mm -hmm. like just a, a meh. And I, I'm not getting getting the same thing out of it and you know I just want to lie down <laughs> like both physically and spiritually you know I I think we're not alone in feeling that I agree and it's just beautiful when you look back the faithfulness of the Lord to deposit so many words to encourage your spirit so even that like when you were talking about lethargy I had not seen the documentary before no. we shared this vision, like I had just got the vision. I woke up and I was all morning like, Lord, give me an interpretation. Like, what was it that I saw? What was that snake? That massive vaporous snake. I And it was like falling, all the minions. I was like, I can't. And I felt the word lethargy. And I was like, that's such a weird word. I don't ever word the, the word like, I'm so lethargic. I, I just don't use that word. But And then when I heard that, I was like, Lord, it's not because, and I'm sure many people have received words like this across you know, the country or whatever, God's showing them this because this is God, not that we're, you know, elevating a prophetic gift, but God's saying, I'm encouraging you that you're, this is what you're fighting against. So as you're feeling this, don't lose heart in well-doing for in due sign, due time, you will reap a harvest. This is the harvesting. This is the seeding. This is like, we are believing for revival. It starts within us. So as we just, like you said, push through lethargy, God's showing us we are not unaware of the devil's scheme. He is showing us. So we know how to pray. We know how to stand up. We don't feel like it. That as soon as we start to feel that meh, we're like, oh, oh no. I know what this meh is. It's not a meh, actually. It is an actual demonic oppression. And I am breaking through by working in the opposite spirit. I'm going to pick up my Bible. I'm going to put on my dwell app. I'm not going to pacify myself with Netflix. I'm not going to sit and put the com- put my comforter on of whatever the favorite yeah, show scroll, binge. Wa- scroll through social Insta- media. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Fill my mind. Distract myself. Just distract yeah. myself. That meh, I am standing up against the meh. And I think that's exactly what God is showing us to encourage because he is building his church but we have to lay hold of the bricks and start to build with him because he's building it but he is calling us and so this is a call to say you're not alone we want to share this podcast to say we are in the sludge we are working in the opposite spirit i don't get up on a sunday morning when i'm leading worship and feel like yes i am fired up but i tell you what the more worship goes, I am literally getting fired up and it's happening. We're working in the opposite spirit. It'd be easy to say, oh, I don't feel like getting up for Heartstrong today. I don't feel like doing that life group. I actually don't feel like, oh my goodness, how many times I just don't feel like it. That I can't remember a season I didn't feel like doing so many things. Usually I'm all yeah. in. Where I'm like, mm, do I want to? It's so weird. I haven't felt like that. Yeah. So I want you to know you're not alone. You and I both are feeling this. You're not alone. We're under that blanket. We're fighting every day. I am not, not letting go. I am not letting go. And there's going to be breakthrough. But the breakthrough is not just what we feel. The breakthrough is that every day we are choosing to say, no, no, I'm holding on to the promise. And I want revival. I want you, God, to have full attention. I want to see. I want to have a fresh impartation of the Holy Spirit today. I want that. So I am fixing my eyes on that. And that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm sowing into. I am sowing these seeds for harvesting of this. And I love this line I heard from Matt Chandler. I am not going to marinate in mediocrity. (laughs) That's exactly. Lethargy just wants you to stay there marinating in meh. Mediocrity. Yuck. I am not marinating in mediocrity. 
I am going to plant seeds for a harvest of revival in my spirit because I am spending my life because one day I'm going to stand before the Lord and all this time, all this money, like how many days you, you've had all this free time and you're like, I'm tired because this is a spiritual battle, but we are going to stand before the Lord. And I, I know I'll stand before the Lord and I will not have done. It's not about, I still will feel like I should have done. I didn't do as much as I could have, but boy, I, I want to live with that in mind today that I have a gift of today. What am I spending my life on? What am I sowing in? Because man, I don't want to marinate. And Amen. that. Amen. Amen. Yeah. That's so good. That's I so know. good. That was a we good did, quote. Yeah. That, is, that was Matt Chandler. Powerful. That was I a good one. Yeah. Marinating yeah. Matt mediocrity. I love that. Oh my gosh. That is. That's so good. I, um, we just recently did a, uh, a freedom session and, you know, mm, as we were going so through good. it and we were going through all the different, you know, specific things, things that we, companions that we allow to kind of come along our journey with us that are really not from God and are robbing us of life. Um, as I was sitting and I just was asking the Holy Spirit, okay, what have I, what am I bringing along? What am I bringing along right now? And I felt this conviction about comfort, just comfort, the word comfort. And I know, like, I know comfort is a curse of the West. Like it is. In fact, I, I think we don't even realize how deeply entrenched we are in comfort from everything from physical, just physical things and physical needs, um, how we sleep at night. Like, you know, I need my fan. I need, you know, my three comforters. I need to, you know, all these comfort routines, um, the, the ways that we recharge. And I'm not like, I'm not talking against these things specifically, but if these things have become a part of like what we need to thrive, and our dependency is not on the Lord, then these things can become an idol in our life. And so I, I don't even know if right now I know the level to which comfort is permeating my spirit and actually hindering like what the Lord wants for my life. But I did take time to specifically confess comfort and renounce it and to take authority over However, comfort is robbing me of the life, you know, that God, that Christ has for me, that he came to give, that he said, I come, you know, that you may have life and have it more abundantly, wherever that's robbing in and encroaching on that, you know, I lay that down in the name of Jesus mm -hmm. and just took time to renounce that. And, um, and so, you know, as I'm walking this part of my journey out and then going through also a time of fasting it's like it's like it's a specific and intentional time to remove some of the comforts of life like food like um even how i spend my time entertainment entertainment and you know watching tv and even just like numbing habits you know how what do i do when you know when you get to the end of the day and you're like okay like i've accomplished everything I need to accomplish today. Now I just want to chill out. What, what is that? What is that? And I'm trying to really like let the Lord into and really be the Lord of my time. Actually, is that, that's really what it is. And the Lord of every part of my life. And so all of these things are sort of happening all together in a beautiful, beautiful way. But you realize when, or at least for me, I, I've realized as I've, as I'm letting the Lord into all of these spaces that when you put, when you set some of these things aside, you really are kind of like, what, what, what do I do? What do I do now? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like you really do, yeah. because it's not that like, you know, you and I both have, are busy. Like we've got a lot going on with even just work and ministry and our families and commitments and, you know, things that we do outside of that. But but there still is time. Like even with all of those things, mm -hmm. there still is time mm -hmm. at the end of the day to you know, just sit down and, you know, rest or relax or da, 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 put, put whatever you want, whatever you would normally do. So it's so interesting to be really intentional about every waking hour of my day. Mm -hmm. And like, how am I filling that time? And it's been, um, both painful, <laughs> like, let's be honest, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? It's mm -hmm. been both painful, but also beautiful. And, the Lord is slowly revealing where these hooks are distractions from even the spaces that the Lord wants to speak or wants to just be Lord of that time. And what could 
um, not what could I accomplish because I actually think that's an idol in and of itself, mm-hmm. you know, that, mm-hmm. that the Lord is trying to, to deal with as well. It's not what could I accomplish, but how could the time be fruitful for my spirit? Mm-hmm. You know, how could that time be fruitful for my spirit? And so I'm on the learning journey of it. I don't, I don't have all of that sorted yet, but I can feel in the midst of this, just the wrestle of it, you know, even to the point where I debated over this past weekend, I debated, okay, am I, am I, I think I'm done. I'm done this fast. Like I, 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 I'm not seeing fruit of it, you know, and you, and you kind of wrestle through, but I, I, I really took some time with the Lord because I genuinely do when I fast, I say to the Lord, Lord, I'll do this as long as you want me to do this. And I, I take it, you know, I take it day by day and just really, really trust him. Um, to be a strength and also to to tell me what he wants me to do. And I couldn't shake that it wasn't the time, but I wanted to. <laughs> My flesh wanted to so yes, much because yes. I just wanted to like watch a movie and I just wanted to like do, you know, like just I wanted to kind of reindulge back into this space. But but I pressed through it and I'm thankful. And honestly, I woke up the next day with such peace, like such a super supernatural piece and I thought wow like again we we hit these moments of breakthrough and we want to give up like when you feel like you're just ready to throw in the towel and you want to give up it's right before a breakthrough is about to happen or a revelation or an understanding or a deepening or something is about to happen that is going to rejuvenate and strengthen your spirit but sometimes we do have to just wrestle through that and tarry with the Lord mm-hmm. in that space. And that's what honestly this whole season feels like. Laura, that was amazing. That's exactly like, I love how you articulated all of that in a perfect package. Honestly, that's exactly how the season feels like. And that's an, an incredible encouragement. Yeah. Even in my fast, there's been moments I'm like, Oh, I forgot, you know, this, I didn't eat since then. Like I'm on this intermittent fast and all this. And all of a sudden I'm like, oh, that's going to be a really long time. I'm like, oh, well, you know what? It's okay because this happened. I'll just eat this now and then I'll just start again tomorrow. And the Lord's like, no. I'm like, oh, really? Like, oh, it's not a big deal. I really want to. But you know. <laughs> it's the, what, what is that? What is the scripture? It's the, it's the, not the letter, but the, uh, <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about? That's not the letter of the law, but the, the heart of it. Oh, yeah. We quote it sometimes. Don't go by know? my heart. Yeah, I'd yeah, be like, yeah, that yeah, my heart feels yeah. like it's over. Yeah. Anyways, but so crazy. But all of that, it's true. It's like, don't give up. Like, just keep, keep moving forward. And even if there has been a day where you just have felt like, man, I just completely wasted that day. Today's a new day. As you're listening to this podcast, be like, you know what? Today's a new day. I'm starting this over and I'm just going to pray, repent, confess and say, okay, and do it with somebody. Ask somebody, say, can you hold me accountable? I want to talk to you about this. And every day, just connect. But it's hard. It is hard. And that's what we're saying. It's like not it's easy. It's hard every yeah, day. Every day. You know? It like it's hard. It's, it's not like even what we're encouraging and walking. Like it feel it doesn't feel like you want to. Awesome. No. In the moment. No. It actually feels bad. Like bad in the sense of you don't want to do it. Like no. you do just it's meh. It's the meh. Like, uh, I got it. I have to do that. Which is bizarre. And that's why we know this is supernatural what's happening. And once you almost, if you keep getting your feeling like, may that be your trigger when you hear that meh, be like, oh no, snake, you're not nipping at my heel today. No way. Okay. This, I'm just going to say, because we are crazy for Jesus. I'm doing my hair ready to come for the podcast. I literally could feel like this feeling of like, I'm so tired today. I don't know what I'm going to talk about. And I was like, meh. I am stepping on your head. I actually turned around and I said, get out of here. Get off my heel. You are not. And look at, because there is literally so much to be shared. It's literally that meh, like, oh, like today's I'm Monday. I'm tired. No, get off my heel. I have no reason to be tired. I had a great night's sleep. Get out of here. So it's like that meh for me. I felt like that was a revelation this weekend, even during our freedom. Just that meh, like mediocrity, like mediocrity as a companion, like, uh, I can, you know, I've worked really hard. It's okay just to kind of take cruise control for a little bit. No, that's mediocrity for me. Like that's, I know where that goes. Once again, we're not talking about striving. And I literally have to keep saying that because I feel like someone may be listening to this podcast and immediately you're going to start picking up the striving, picking up the doing, the perfectionism. 
lay that down. That's not what we're talking about. We each have our own journey and that's where the enemy will try to trip us up. Even like we're talking about work. So it's like, well, I'll just work then or I'll do more. That's also could be the opposite thing what God's asking you to do. Like lay it down, close the computer. But do I want to fill that time? Do I want to just pacify? Absolutely. I don't feel like doing the things I want to do. Like Paul's saying, the things I want to do, I don't do. And the things I do, I don't want to do. We're kind of in that. Most of the stuff I know I need to do, I don't want to do. But I'm exa- it's sludge. But guess what? Like God, there is something happening that if we can see it almost like that met as a snake nipping at your heel, he's under our feet, man. And I'm like, no way, no way. So what's on the other side is that you're nipping me so bad to keep me sleepy. Okay, that's it. There. Okay, that's it. That's enough in my spirit even now to get a little like a little fire, like almost like little sparks <laughs> going like, oh no, you're not nipping. So I literally yeah. put my hair thing down. I was like, get out of here. Stop nipping my heel. You get out of here. This is a time of impartation that I need and I'm, we're going to give, you are not nipping my heel. Get out of here. Mediocrity. So that's a companion I felt during the freedom. So that, if that was to encourage you. If you feel like that, that's a sign. Maybe like almost like a little trigger. You're like, aha, I know what's happening here. And so, but we're with you and we're all like, whoo, this is like the heavy blanket. We're wrestling under the blanket. And I'm like, okay, well, the blanket's there again today. But I'm like, I'm going to keep wrestling. Because eventually, like the dogs, they find their way right to the edge. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> the blanket's going to lift. I keep, that's so funny. The dogs do, I'm in love with my dogs. Okay, I love my dogs. But the Lord <laughs> has been showing me, it's literally like this heavy blanket. Just keep wrestling. It just keep fighting. God is with us. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Lord will raise a standard. But we are in a season where we are wrestling against flesh and blood. We are wrestling. And some wrestle matches go longer than others. Don't tap out. Don't tap out. You might have been knocked down yesterday, but be that wrestler that gets back up. We might have a bloody nose, but you know what? I'm wiping that blood away and I'm my dukes are up. But the fight is not against people. It's not against government. It's not against all of those things. That's That's... That's a whole nother podcast, I feel like. The fight, it's got to be directed the right way because also some of us are fighting the wrong things and on the other side, like what what is that? We need to get our attention on God. We need to be pressing it in the spirit and we need to be fixed on what he's telling us to do because the wrestle is for a revival in our spirit and a harvesting of souls and a passion for the great commission. It's not about politics. It's not about those things it is literally, that's the grassroots where the Lord is getting a hold of the Western church. And uh, none of those things, none of those things are in the conversation of the Iranian growing church. It's about how many people can I win to Jesus? How many people can I disciple today? How many people can I wake to the love of God? That That is the conversation. So if I can just have a little preach there, that is the fight. That is the wrestle that I am wrestling to awaken in my spirit a passion for souls, an urgency to disciple every single person I know, whether they come to know Christ with me at that moment or not, they are seeing God. I am demonstrating the love of God. I love that. And that's one thing I've learned by even that documentary. Honestly, it's going to revolutionize a lot of your lives when you listen to it, watch it. Um, but it was the discipleship. Oftentimes I've thought about, you know, someone comes to know Christ and then the discipleship journey begins. Oh no, they believe as soon as they meet someone, they are discipling them to Jesus. Like that's part of the discipleship. They pray in front of them. They get to know them. They build relationship because they're constantly like, I am in a discipleship mode 100%. So this is the wrestle I'm talking about. It is the wrestle for that because it's about souls, but harvest. Wow. No, it's so true. I know there's a part of me, you know, after I, after I watch something like that, like I just wonder, Lord, like do do we as the Western church need to be put under that kind of persecution in order to awaken that kind of fixed focused and attention on what really matters according to the scriptures, according to the gospel and what we're called to do as believers? Like, is that the only way that that arises when everything else is taken away and we have no other choice? Like, is that because again, like you just said, the, the persecuted church (laughs) Anytime you hear someone from the persecuted church talking, they're not talking about anything that we're talking about. We, we grumble and complain about 
everything constantly. And all they're doing is bringing as many people to Jesus as possible. There's, there's absolutely no time to grumble and complain. There's no time to get caught up in what's happening externally around them. They have to do the work of the Lord. And, you know, again, for me, when I think about that comfort again, I think like, as I'm saying, oh, I'm, I'm feeling tired, you know, as we're struggling through even physical fatigue. And I know physical fatigue is a real thing and we need to rest and all of that. And that's fine. But does that even play into this comfort mindset? Like, so what if you're tired? Like, so mm-hmm. what? Mm-hmm. What's, what's going to happen? Nothing. <laughs> like nothing. Like if you're tired and spent because you're working, doing the work of the Lord, doing the work of, you know, what the scriptures tell us to do as believers. And I'm not talking about being pastors. I'm talking about just doing what we're supposed to do as followers of Jesus. Like if that's why we're tired, praise the Lord. What? Praise the Lord. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? But like even this comfort fits in like, oh, well, I, I'm, I'm tired. So I need to rest. No, like you'll rest tonight when you go to bed. Like do you know what I mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? So if the Lord wakes you up in the night to pray, like you don't think he's going to sustain you through the day? Of course he's going to sustain. Like we don't have to worry about anything. He truly is our provider in every single way. So our comforts even inflict us even in those kinds of ways mm. just robbing us from the very things that I think the Lord has for us and these things are blessings. Like it is a blessing and an honor to be awakened in the night to pray for somebody. Like that is an honor like what an honor that god would Mm. disrupt your sleep to say i need your prayers right now for this brother or this sister what an honor and that we would say oh well tonight i'm gonna just veg all night because i prayed no we don't need to lean into those so again i I not I don't say this as like a judgment at all. This isn't I hope it's not coming out like that at all. I'm literally wrestling this through for myself. Like mm-hmm. I don't want to have this mindset. I don't want to be like, "Oh, I well, know. I serve so much here. So now I get to take all this time, you know, to what?" <laughs> you know what I mean? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So yeah. So I just I love it. I'm also like you being stirred up by this conversation in the same way I've been stirred up as I was watching, you know, Sheep Among Wolves and and it's so beautiful because it is a bit of fire in the midst of what is a wrestle and a struggle so it is a bit of fire to go like okay no let's keep pressing let's keep moving forward let's keep fighting this good fight of faith after you fight you're tired. I don't know if you've ever boxed. I've never, but no, you're exhausted. <laughs> I've watched a boxing match. I've always thought it would be hilarious <laughs> if you and I ever wrestled. <laughs> uh, we will not YouTube that and we will not. That's if we hilarious. had a wrestling match. You know what would be funny win? though? If we put on the costumes, that would actually be a hilarious YouTube. You know, the big... Put on the costumes and like what? The, the sumo, the big... Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we had those at one point for something yes. but. <laughs> oh that would be so funny but no, anyways we digress but but yeah after you fight you're tired tired like yeah. you are tired and so it's okay <laughs> sorry i'm still She's, giggling thinking, thinking about, about this wrestling. oh you and i wrestling <laughs> girls wrestling is brutal oh, yeah, i think you got me laughing though i'm thinking of girls pulling each other's hair and oh, all this totally. i know the ultimate what did they call you we'd UFC? be too nice to each other well you might UFC? be a little bit more ferocious than oh me. i wrestle yeah you would totally wrestle i would just like i've you... wrestled all my kids oh, you I... I would just let you beat me what? I that would. Is so annoying. I, I would be an annoying friend oh, to wrestle. I would let you beat me. Terrible. <laughs> I know. Oh, I know. I, I couldn't. I couldn't. I used like, to wrestle your brothers though. No, we would just fight. Well, we fought, but like we fight like physically. Yeah, we would physically fight. My well, brother. My yeah. I guess so. Yeah, wrestle. wrestle. That's like. Like yeah, I guess you so. tried to pin them and, <laughs> yeah. and you were bigger and stronger. So yeah, yeah, so it worked. I know. Me too. Anyways, I can't. I'm still <laughs> giggling thinking about you saying that. <laughs> uh, but anyways, that, all that to say, yeah. So you're tired. You're yeah, tired after yeah. a fight, you know, but so what? So what? So what? Yeah. You know what I mean? And guess what? You get right back up the next day and have yeah. another fight. Like <laughs> you're tired the next day. They could have how many athletes when I think of like they they're they're broken bone things have happened and the next day that competition they're back in they're not going to give up and i just feel like we cannot tap out of not of all the times but it is such a critical hour don't tap and i'm speaking this to myself too like even as we're saying this 
we're not on the other side pointing at no. i'm speaking oh to my, my spirit goodness. like yes, you and david yes. in that in the psalm said why are you so downcast all oh my soul put your hope in god he's literally speaking to a spirit like come on get with it i'm literally speaking to myself like don't tap don't numb don't get mediocre don't get met let get in the fight don't tap keep it going and uh, because we're gonna we're gonna reap a harvest, we're gonna see on the other side. And to encourage you, this is not just about us. This is about our children's children. Like we are. Like what would be more devastating? Someone said to me the other day, "Wouldn't it be just so devastating? Isn't it so devastating what our country is being left to? You know, the taxes or whatever it may be that's gonna fall on our children's children." And I hear like what they're saying. That like, don't get me wrong. Like I I'm not denying what's. I'm not, we're not head in the sand. It's like, gonna be a burden. It's gonna be a burden. But I looked at him and said, you know what would be even more what's horrific would be if our children's children don't know Jesus. Like that to me, above all. Don't encounter the don't living encounter God the in living a profound, life-transforming way. Yeah. That, yes, that would be a very big burden. But that would be devastating for the children, our children's children not to know. Because God is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And so us pushing through us crying for revival in our own spirits, us believing for a move of God is not just for us, it's for the generations to come. And we've talked about that. This is kind of bringing this all together. So don't tap out, don't tap out. And I'm not just talking about your children. I'm talking about spiritual children, our church, what's to come, the generations to come. And so we're, that's a reminder. Oh God, I, I want to, I want to keep moving. So we hear the call. We hear the call. Our attention is fixed. And we're tired, but we're getting up. We're marching. And maybe the pace is slower at sometimes. But man, I just want to move. I want to keep moving. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. So amen. We're holding fast. We're holding fast. Hold, exactly. Exactly. It is a season of holding fast to that which we know to our king mm-hmm. who we can trust, mm-hmm. who we can follow wherever mm-hmm. he mm-hmm. goes. So in closing today, I want to encourage you as sons and daughters of the king. Give him your attention. And I'm saying this to myself. We fix our attention. We just say to you, Father, you have our attention. We are going to follow you. Help us to see what we can't see. And we ask for you because you are king of our hearts. And we need you to light the fires in us again and give us the eyes to see. So we fix our attention on you because you're the one leading the way. We need you. We need you. And wake us up. And wake us up. Wake us up from our sleepiness, from Mm -hmm. our lethargy from our comforts just wake us up wake Mm -hmm. us up Mm -hmm. wake us up and set us free to do all you've called us to do amen amen that was powerful that was powerful oh have a great day yep have a wonderful day and we're stirred up and may you too be stirred up in your spirit (laughs) that's right (laughs) god bless bye guys Thank you for joining us today on the Awakening Moments podcast. We pray that you are filled with hope and joy as you navigate the challenges of life. And we would love for you to subscribe to this podcast or share it with your friends. And remember, you are so loved by God and He is always with you.